Welcome to Against All Odds in-depth interview edition. Cousin Sal here. We gave the degenerate trifecta the day off. Harry has to catch up on Super Bowl viewing. I think he's just getting up to the Meadow and AJ Chevy commercial. But once a week, going forward, I'm going to do, I'm going to go all Oprah on you and conduct a sit-down interview. I assume the person will be sitting down. It's entirely up to them. Let's bring in our guest. Hey, before we begin, if you're missing football, damn it, I am. You still can turn every Thursday into payday with NBA on TNT on FanDuel Sportsbook. Doesn't matter if you win or lose. FanDuel is giving all customers $10 back every Thursday in site credit. Just bet a $10 or more. Same game parlay on any NBA on TNT game. Yes, so many NBA markets open. Player point totals, rebounds, assists, etc. You can root for your favorite players. Create your own players who become your favorite players when their point total goes over. It's happened so many times for me. Win or lose, you're guaranteed to get $10 added to your account. Uh, easy to use, easy to register, easy to deposit, easy to find your bet. Live betting is great. It's an easy to place your bet fast during game. If you see a trend you like, get $10 back every Thursday in site credit. Win or lose with TNT Thursdays. And if you're new to FanDuel, just sign up with promo code against all odds to make every moment more this NBA season. Promo code against all odds exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. All right, let's bring in our guest. She is the gold medal winner of podcasts that involve drinking, the host of the popular Drinks with Binks on Fubo TV and former Olympic hopeful. She's got more names than Sean Puffy Combs. Here she is, Julie Stewart-Binks. What's happening, Julie? Hey, Saul. Thanks so much for having me on. It's funny. I think that might be my line when I end up having to go to AA. We'll be just like, well, she hosted a podcast (laughs) that involved drinking. So inevitably, the signs were there. I think that's one of the steps. Mm -hmm. Uh, Admittance. I don't know. Maybe it's three of the steps. But um, you're back. Thank you. I know you just took a flight across country or down the country. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't really know the geography of this this country. I'm wearing my red because um, we are recording this before Canada takes on USA and women's hockey tonight, which I have. I have a lot of bets on that game, but. This you will do. be out after, so I don't know how. No, I know. I feel bad about the timing of this because it is about three hours before the uh, they drop the puck well, there, it's right? so good. And yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. So, what? all right. So, I'm on Canada, too, because I, I, I bet the Canadian women four years ago. And did that go... That go to overtime. I, yeah, I forget I, how that one ended, actually. Um, it was a shootout <laughs> and America won, and they were very right. good. Right. And I had bet... I bet Canada that time too. And now I just feel like it's just a much, I know it gets tighter as you get to the semifinals and the finals. Although who did you beat Finland by like a uh, 113 goals? It's like, you know, what? it's fascinating because um they beat teams like the U S women's national team beat Thailand at the world cup and everyone lost their, their banana sandwich. Right. When they were celebrating right. like 13, nothing or something. And I was thinking about the other day because um Canada, you know, there's like, there's, I think it's like eight players that have over 10 goals. Like that's insane on their roster. And one of the girl, one of the women, Sarah Fillier, she's a rookie. She had a hat trick in that game. It was like made it whatever. I forget what it was at the time. I wa- I literally watch all the Olympics and I just don't sleep. I'm like having panic attacks watching. So I'm like, I, I know I want to get into that. I Cause can't. I don't know anyone else like you really that does. Yeah, I don't that. either. I don't think there yeah. is actually, I, I'm, I'm like NBC's perfect victim. I'm just like, <laughs> I have so much FOMO of missing it live. And everyone's like, dude, just watch it. Like primetime highlights. I was like, Oh my God, watch it like a day later. No, I'm watching it live. Yeah. And it's, it's really messed me up this week. Like it's been a lot of 
a lot of uh, anxiety this week. So, um, but it's all for a good cause. It's two weeks, you know, just battle it out and then yeah. we'll wait two more years. And then you're gonna you're in Orlando. You'll be you'll go yeah, to I'm doing Disney World. I'm doing something yeah. completely different than the job I'm doing is like, okay, stop <laughs> with the Olympic stuff, like focus on what you're supposed to be doing here. Um but, but you are so hardcore, you're like it's as if you have a relative in participating in every single winter Olympic sport. It's very weird. Yeah. Well, I it's it's interesting because like I was a figure competitive figure skater. We've talked about right. it on um, your pod before. And sure. then I, I also know a lot, like I played hockey with some of the women from team Canada, like in previous years and mm-hmm. like even women, um, who are Bob, Bob Slayers. That's what they call Bob Slay oh. in Canada. It's the only place mm-hmm. to call it that I ran track with them. So it's like, I just, I, I have a lot of odd connections. I know a lot of them, even the, the U S Olympians. And like, I'm just very dialed into it and haven't gone to Tokyo literally six months ago, which is still wild to me i'm just very yeah. very connected to it and like all the crazy mm-hmm. stories and the cheating and the covid and the the cheating is pretty messed up but if we can bet on valieva to win then like we're gonna bet on her to win right i was looking for that i mean that would be what they call an emotional hedge because you are so f- very upset and everyone should be with this that she's allowed to compete and she is gonna win but i, I didn't see it anywhere because I think they figure, well, that this whole thing is fixed. So why should we allow people make money or lose money on it? Yeah. But right. I, I sent you a bunch. We didn't. Yeah. I didn't see that specific event on I there. Know, right? I know. I didn't see women's figure skating, which would have been uh, wonderful. Yeah. And yeah, I got a. I got a. Yeah. So NBC. This is the only. This is the only grudge I hold against them. And I. I'm a big. I'm a bigger fan of Mike Tirico after seeing him go from like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Beijing to Connecticut to LA to then back to Connecticut right after the Super Bowl, like the day after he was broadcasting from there. Like the guy doesn't right. sleep. He's just like a robot. He's my dad thought he was like superimposed onto SoFi field from <laughs> Beijing. It's like he wasn't actually there, was he? Because he couldn't possibly have been. But it's just that NBC will say, okay, women's short program is between 5 to 7 a.m. And I'll say, mm-hmm. okay, in my head, the final skaters will go on warm up around 6.45. Nope, nope. They go on at 9 a.m. So I've, oh, been, really? I've been sitting there sipping on like my fourth coffee and just like mm-hmm. I'm in a dark place before the final skaters come <laughs> on. So anyway, I digress. It's like women's, it's like the tennis tournaments because they'll have a set time for the matches. And then like, oh, Serena, what happened? She was supposed to go at four 30 in the morning and now it's eight 15 because everything else went five it's sets before. So true. Yeah. And yeah. the one last thing I'll say is just the, the odd timing of the fact that like, there's so we're recording this my time right now like 8 p.m there'll be mm-hmm. there's 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 people competing right now and then they will compete in the morning like they will do something in their morning and our night and then their night and our morning so it's like you can mm-hmm. go to bed right now and wake up tomorrow morning and someone will have like in curling have already have played two matches and you're like yeah now i'm behind now i have no idea what's going on so it's been, I thought about changing my whole schedule to just be on Beijing time. And then I was like, Julie, that's, that's what's going to get you locked up, you know? Yeah. Right. Like it's not the drinking <laughs> show. It's this. <laughs> <laughs> you could do it. Well, it is just 48 more hours, right? Or no, it's more. We're only Wednesday. What am I talking about? So the, yeah, the ceremony is, is Sunday. Yeah. 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 Sunday. I don't even know. Yeah. I should know this, uh, the schedule. Um, all right. So let's talk, although this is going to sound dated now because it, it, the game will have taken place by the time most people listen to this, you said you had big bets on. Canada. Yeah. They, I mean, they, they beat the U S uh, hockey team four two. Yeah. The women I'm talking about here in, uh, in group stage. 
Um, they owe it to the the U.S. Right, payback, and they're just a slight favorite if you have if you mm -hmm. expect them to win regulation, which seemed a little fishy to me. But I'm still jumping. I mean, you have a defenseman, a woman with 13 points. This is insanity. What goes it on. really is insane. I mean, they're both really good, but the injury to Brianna Decker for the U.S. is like a really tough one in the first game of the tournament. So that was tough. Mm. But then you do have like so much depth with Canada, which is why for betting details though, like there's some really good bets you could place on the U S like if the U S wins in regulation and both teams score over three goals, mm. it's like an insane payout. So I did put a bet on that as you well. Did. Yeah. I, okay. So you're rooting for, no, uh, but no I defense. also, I have seven bets on this game. Um, Let's hear them run through it by accident. I bet no goals at all, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. That was plus 3,500. <laughs> no. So you're rooting for no goals or like 12 goals. I, as soon I as was like one looking score, at you know it. Like I thought go. it was yeah. no goals within the first 10 minutes. I was like, okay, for plus yeah. 3,500. Yeah. No brainer. And then I was like, oh, no goals. So this is yeah. just. Well, you're delirious. You're waking up at 315 double, in the morning. A double gold medal, yeah. you know, <laughs> 2002 kind of situation. Um, right. Yeah. But Canada uh, straight up, like, uh, I guess, uh, I guess uh, I bet a 3-1 win at plus mm -hmm. 1,200. And then uh, I did this like a couple of days ago. So these odds might be different. USA win by two goals was like plus 900. Mm -hmm. um, Canada win by five goals. Win by five goals. Or <laughs> I mean, you, wow, you're all over. I mean, you've got like every number on the roulette wheel. I'm, I'm actually great. like looking at, I'm reading them to you out loud as I look at them and like, wait, wait, why would I ever bet that? And then, but I yeah. realized the more I do just like crazy ass bets, then the more they pay off. Right. Yeah. And what do we have after this anyway? Right. We have uh NBA players who may or may not uh, participate may not sue, uh, suit up for the uh, event. So, uh, yeah, I mean, might as well go crazy. What overall, aside from the, the Russian, uh, figure skater, that fiasco, what are people missing out on most? Would you say with the winter Olympics? Oh my God. They are missing out on the crashes in the freestyle skiing. Holy mm. smokes. It's literally like it's, it is, it, it, they need to do a not top 10 of just like, people because so they're doing like the crazy aerial stuff in their skis right and then right. they go and they hit the ground and they they will they will land backwards like they're supposed to land backwards that's insane first of all and they will yeah. then just eat shit like so hard i have video i have like 10 videos of just slow-mo everyone falling down the hill and you're <laughs> like it's sad but it's also so hilarious and they all they like know it too they're like yeah. oh because they'll show the slow-mo and then show them afterwards and they're like uh, like what am I supposed to do? I look like an idiot on TV. So those are, and you don't want anyone to get hurt, but like, those are pretty ridiculous. And they have three chances, like three runs. So right. that, and like, if I they mean, survive the first day, yeah, like, yeah. how do they do? I just don't get how these people get into freestyle skiing. It's like, yeah, okay, let's do this. We're going to go up these crazy uh, jumps and like do, do all this stuff. And I'm going to commit my whole life to just this and I'll probably break yeah, the trial and error is, is insane it, uh, that goes goes with it. But I did ask the staff and I got an unsatisfying uh, answer for the most part here. If you could excel at any winter Olympic sport, well, I'll, I'll get your answer first and then I'll uh, I'll tell you you're wrong. So go ahead. Be prepared to be wrong. You want it to be. It depends what you want. If you if you want the glory, yes. it needs to be individual. You need to be mm -hmm. in an individual sport. I would say it would have to be one of those maybe like snowboard cross or like freestyle, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, I have someone who watches it. I'm like, what? I don't even know what the names of them are. 
um, is that you will be like the coolest thing that you could do that no one else could do. And it's just you, no team, a team, right? Screw that four man, Bob fled. Nobody knows who you are. I mean, some people in there, but like for the most part, yeah. not. And, and figure skating is definitely like massive. All right. So I could see you saying figure skating, but the correct answer is what you just told us through minus the crashing, but uh, ski jumping is you're, you're flying, you're flying. You're not flying in anything else you would do any day of the week. You're flying for five to seven seconds on average. You can't beat that. It's a superpower. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's like, this is, this is like, um, skydiving, right? Like we're going to do skydiving at the Olympics. Like See, can I yeah, you're skydiving. Like, you don't have a bungee attached. You're not on a plane with uh, crying like, babies. You you're kind you're of just see this free a falling. little bit. I'm yeah. just showing you that th- I took that that Go video ahead. the other night. Oh yeah, look, yeah. So that's not like, great. Also, that is a super uncomfortable position. Whoops, we well, just looks fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> looks a little fun. Yeah. <laughs> but also, then yeah. just um, I mean, on a sadder kind of like notice, just like some of the people that can't compete because they get COVID is like the craziest story ever. And this yeah. poor figure skater from the u.s like vincent joe who's joe Zhao, whose name i'm saying incorrectly he had to mm-hmm. like like literally ptsd watching his nightmare happen being in isolation while the men's individual event goes on and he has tested positive for covid and like he was crying in his video obviously and then he said he just like couldn't really watch it um mm-hmm. he just sit imagine just sitting in a hotel room while your dream is being like happening that guy, yeah. I feel so bad for that kid. I want to like, that's what's going on with you right now. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, you're saying, oh, <laughs> yeah, I see. yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually you're in the movie. This is Shutter Island. Or whatever. <laughs> you have those cookies with it. You're fine. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I agree with you. And here's why you're going to say this is stupid, but I bet here are some of my bets. I bet the U S I bet against the U S and for COVID. I mean, that is not even communist. Ooh. I don't even know what that, that, what kind of bin that puts me in, but I bet under 22 and a half medals and under eight and a half gold medals for the U S because great. I don't, I don't know why I thought the U S would be taken down by COVID more than they were. It's, it was dumb. It was dumb reasoning, but they already have 19 uh, total medals and eight gold. So I'm going to lose that for you sure. Never know though. I mean, you could think about yeah. a trajectory and then boom, like one, one silly, like one silly thing happens or like one fourth of a second of someone too slow. Like it's crazy seeing how some Olympians skeleton Katie Ulander competed for the U S this year uh, yeah. in 2014. When I was with Fox, she came to our hotel afterwards because she was friends with peekaboo street, obviously uh, Olympic gold medalist and Olympian. She was like a complete mess after she came fourth by like 0.10001. And like, imagine Ugh. like you, you just miss, like you're a favorite and you just, that's your four years. Yeah. That's not fun. I can't, I'm, I can't deal with that. I'm like, if I was, if I was an Olympian watching the Olympics or like Olympic Copa, I'd be like, no way I'm changing it now. I'm not going. How did I not bet on that? I, that's insane that I wasn't on the losing end of that. That sounds perfect for me, but I did also. So if that isn't bad enough and anti-American, um, Russia to win the gold medal in hockey mm. plus 150. They're currently plus 150 anyway, because it, they'll probably meet Finland in the finals. Is that Ooh, how you see interesting. it? Um, oh God. I mean, Finland and Sweden, it's just like, I don't think Russia is going to make it to the finals. Really? Actually, I think okay. the best bet would be the best bet would be Sweden at plus 350 mm-hmm. of the ones remaining. The best bet, it would be Slovakia plus 1000. They're not going to make it. They're not going to win. But that's Sweden the highest is, odds, but Sweden yeah. is really good. I think 
Finland will win, though. Um, I don't think Russia uh, makes it to the, to the okay. gold medal game. Yeah, I got to get out of that bet. I don't want to root for them, and it's not like they're an overwhelming Again, fa- though, favorite, I don't so. know what's going on. Sometimes, like, Russia didn't have a huge resounding win over Denmark. How do you not know? You're the only one watching this. I rely on you. No, you what have I mean to know what's is going that, like, on. With Russia, I never know what's going on. I mean, sorry, ROC. Like, let's remember yeah. why we call them ROC. Like, we don't actually <laughs> right. know anything about them. And so also Slava Voinov scored a goal for them uh, against Denmark. You may remember him from such incidents as, as being not allowed to play in the NHL because of his domestic violence situation. So, yeah, it's, right. hard, to t- it's hard to root for a guy like that. But easy yeah. to root for, like, the Swedes because they're, like, super nice and great at hockey. And also the Finns, too. There's mm-hmm. a number of, like, former NHLers Slash guys, this is what you should be looking into. Guys that were on NHL teams this season, like 20. Still remain. That they were okay. like off. Maybe they didn't report to camp like Miko Lettinen from Finland. He was on mm-hmm. Toronto, traded to Columbus, and then like didn't go to the AHL team and then decided to go back to the KHL. Decided to go to the KHL and is like playing for Finland now, but he was in an, on an NHL roster last year. Right. Oh, there's so much. And with this ROC, your ROC might as well be an NFT because yeah. I don't understand. And and yet it's like, no, no, look how valuable it is. It's like, really? Oh, is it? I don't even think it's a yeah, thing. Like how do, I just don't understand how like the odds makers and sports books look at ROC if you're like, well, like they're here and they shouldn't be here. Like right. we say, yes, put all our money on them because like, who knows? Mm-hmm. What, what shady stuff's going on behind closed doors? Honestly, I'll say that I would I, I would be surprised. But also, well, then, it's like one. Yeah, some of those Japanese teams had like 19 year olds in the Little League World Series, but they so yeah, it's like having a line on that. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, the Olympics hey, tell, is too weird. Tell me why Canada. I it, it seems Canada takes this more seriously than the U.S. <laughs> they have more pride, or like because if we came in 15th, the U.S. and in, in the luge, we, we'd be cool with it. But Canada would declare, I think, a state of emergency. Yeah, well, oddly enough, they are in one right now. Um, and that's, yeah, that's not true. just because of what's going on with <laughs> Maybe the, it is. the hockey team. Um, mm. But yeah, it's funny because I, I was saying to someone earlier to when, when America lost and then like Canada lost, I was like, oh, this sucks for NBC. And they're like, and CBC. I was like, oh, yeah, CBC, Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. And it is like something that, first of all, hockey is obviously like a major sport up there, but also it's such a cold winter country where there's also not as much going on like in Canada. That's not a negative statement. That's just like America has like 500 different types of gum. Like that's what I remember as a kid coming here. I was like, what? Oh my God, there's so much gum here. That was different. Right. And candy that we didn't have in Canada. You it's guys like, have ketchup potato chips. Yeah. Though. We got ketchup chips and all dressed. Those are like amazing. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but like then coming, coming down here, I was like, oh my God, so much candy that I've never seen in my life. And then I go <laughs> home and be like, oh, we just have like Smarties, which you guys don't have. But I'd be like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. And so we just didn't really have that kind of stuff. But then like curling, you look at when I worked in Saskatchewan, right. which is for those who don't know, a province, which is like a state above North Dakota. Um, mm-hmm. It was like curling everywhere all the time. I didn't know curling at all when I first started working at the station and they were like flabbergasted. They, you know, gave me a whole crash course on it. And then every weekend I was shooting curling and it was crazy and everyone's drunk. And like, it's, it's a lot of fun. Curling is like a big, a big jam and up, up in those places, but there's no NFL teams, you know, there's no NBA teams other than the one in Toronto. Yeah. So most of the country is not like, 
they don't have as many right. distractions as the U.S. Well, first of all, a couple things. Uh, I am familiar with Saskatchewan. Sas <laughs> Saskatoon is where one of my idols, Rowdy Roddy Piper, grew up, oh, even though course. he's supposed to be from Scotland, yeah. but he is from uh, Saskatoon. So uh, there's that. Secondly, not necessarily the greatest thing that we have all the candy and you guys excel in um, like uh, <laughs> sweeping because you, you guys are getting exercise and we're probably to a man 30 pounds uh, more than you, uh, more obese. Than the uh, average uh, yeah, Canadian. I mean, I so. think it's probably right. But then also those a lot of those small towns. I mean, like the the sport is sweeping, right? Like um, you know, let's like right. not give them too much credit for being like athletes. They're athletes for sure, but it's not like we're running like sprints all the time. My housekeeper's in very good shape. I don't want to. I don't know. I want to speak ill of uh, sweeping. Um. So <laughs> so this is basically like Norway is kicking ass as of now. They have like an eight medal lead over everyone. Is it just I mean, this is a dumb question, but they're just used to the cold, right? So they're excelling at a lot of these sports. Uh, and that's maybe why it's not as exciting to some people. Like yeah. ultimately you want, it's a great story if some dude from Zimbabwe wins the men's half pipe, right? Yep. Yeah. That, that's just not happening. Well, I mean, you have Jamaica's like bobsled team, which obviously everyone was like that's true. jazzed about. And then that was it. They made a movie of it. Yeah, yeah. There isn't like a lot of diversity. And that's what they've been talking about a lot, especially in like speed skating and a lot of these different events where it's like just white people coming from like Nordic countries, which is actually mm -hmm. kind of how the Olympics began, where it was like just these elite white people, almost like um, royals that sort of like got to compete in these things. The history of the right. Olympics is really messed up, as you would imagine. Um, mm -hmm. And so basically like the whole, like why we have these random sports, right. That like not anyone in the world, mostly at least in North America, like really ever does or sees until they see it in the Olympics. Like no one sees biathlon yeah. until it's in the Olympics every four years. And then we watch it. And then like some of these things we just, we've never really watched. So it's, it's prominent over there, you know, accessibility, um, interest, of course, the cold weather nations, it's like mm -hmm. here, you know, football, basketball, whatever Americans like NASCAR, that kind of stuff, like um, any of that kind of stuff. That's obviously not big over there, but it is hard to have interest in something where your country's not good at it. So for like even bobsled, like um, Germany was just dominating everything until um, Kaylee Humphreys, former Canadian turned American one mm -hmm. in the monobob and like Alana Myers Taylor, American, who's also, um, she was in isolation because she had COVID. So great story for her. Uh, they're competing in like the two woman bobsled as well. So that might happen by the time this is out, but yeah, it's just, listen, it's, it's like, a. No, I think you're right. It's just not like relevant. It just feels like it's this weird circus act that happens every two, four years. And we all just stare and watch it. And then we go back <laughs> or we don't watch it. Most people, most people apologize to me and say, I'm so sorry that I haven't watched the Olympics. I was like, I, I don't care. Like, yeah, like, I feel like I need to apologize too. I, I don't know. I, you, you give off that aura. I think a little bit. Yeah, I always ask for an apology. That. Why? Because I go on a 40, I've gone on a 40 minute monologue on the Olympics that no one asked <laughs> no. a question about. Uh, my boyfriend was like, don't ask Julie, don't even mention the Olympics because Julie will talk about it. So like no one's allowed to say Olympics, yeah. anything. I'll talk about it regardless. But yeah, it's becoming like um, I talked about it with my dad last night. He was a he was supposed to compete for Canada in the 1980 Olympics when Canada and many countries pulled out because of the, the two protests, the Soviets invasion of Afghanistan. And like my dad was a huge Olympic guy and he was like, the Olympics are kind of irrelevant. You know, they don't relate yeah. to like this audience anymore. 
Was that Lake Placid, 80? No, 80 like um, it would have been. Oh, no, that's that's what the U.S. Uh, so, uh, hockey team. Yeah, 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 the double. He was uh, summer. He was a right. rower. So. Um, gotcha. Oh, he was also. summer. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Uh, or Munich, Munich. And, so, yeah. He, and he's probably white, right? He's probably a white guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm my guessing. dad is white. Yeah. See, see what I mean? No, but you're right. Would've I hadn't been a thought real, about it. There real is... twist of events if he wasn't. <laughs> it is a, uh, it is like an avalanche of just white guys. Like I, I guess it's just a matter of time before QAnon has a bobsled team. Uh, totally. You're right. I think that's, that's probably. We're now um, just going to be going by like weird groups of people because like countries yeah. will no longer exist because the world's imploding. Right. Oh God. What the hell happened? All right. On that note, let's take a quick break and then I'll ask you a few more uh, dumb questions and then I'll let you go to dinner. All right, we're back. Julie Stewart Banks, our Olympic, our winter Olympic <laughs> expert. I mean, she knows, she knows everything. Hey, I want to ask you something. Well, first of all, I feel like I give you a lot of good ideas and you don't ever capitalize on any, but like I really do this. Well, here's, I don't know. There must've been a few, but I have one coming right now. Okay. I'm going to write it Na down. Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. I couldn't figure it out. Have they done an interview together? Have they never? No, I, we've done seen so many of them separately and then they put them back to back. And I, I, I felt like they were in the same room. They've not been in the same room since um, that, uh, that well, they weren't even in the same room when uh, she got her knee banged up. But um, you need to interview these two together. together. Bring them together. Yes. Fubo puts up the loot. Whatever it goes to their favorite charities. Wow. I don't know, Nancy. Tanya's is probably Cheetos and Michelob Ultra, whatever. You ask them, well, I mean, you need to do this. You go all Oprah on them, right? That would Wouldn't be, that be great. I mean, you're yeah, a journalist. Wow, that's a great idea. Um, yeah. Wow. And also, like, I feel as though they would do it because what else are they doing? Number one, but like <laughs> yeah. enough time. Enough right. time has passed, but also like figure skating, that was its heyday when that kind of stuff happened. And then mm -hmm. like when that happened, obviously the whole world watched that. And then the whole pair scandal with Jamie and David and Elena and Anton, like the Russian and the, you know, the Canadian, the whole whatever French judge stuff. If everyone remembers that, I realize I'm a bit inside Olympic, so I have to, you know, appeal to the wider audience. But that was like the figure skating time, like the Battle of the Bryans, Orser and Boitano and Elvis Stoico and all those people. Like people were into figure skating. Like now we're, I watch, I'm like, oh, I know Nathan Chen because everyone talks about Nathan Chen and da da da. da. Mm -hmm. But other than that, like, and then of course, obviously scandals this year. So there'll be another scandal story that will happen because of figure skating. You don't really yeah. know so much about them. So like, I think that this would be good for the sport to have them together. And then also like for them. And also that's a great, like that I'd have to, I'd have to sell that. To, we can't do a drinks with banks like that. Or we got a oh, person like maybe. set it up somewhere nice, like put, put like a big, like we're not doing it over Zoom, I imagine. We got to do like a whole. No, yeah, it'd probably be like StreamYard or whatever. Yeah, the one up from you. Zoom. I wonder no. what, like how much. You should do it. I'm telling you, I'm going to talk to your bosses. If I said, I, I, yeah, yeah. Why don't you guys produce it? It'll be a Cousin Sal production. Uh, and then. I'll do it in a heartbeat. But honestly, I think charity is the way to go. Okay, then charity. They look, yeah, they then look the, like idiots. They look like idiots. No, we'll produce it, much, but they'll look like then, idiots how, if they turn it down. How much money do you think it would take for like both of them to sit down? To 170 bucks. Yeah, you're right. No, I don't yeah, know. whatever the cameo what fee is, right? We said that about. <laughs> what would you ask? I mean, you have to ask. I mean, first of all, Nancy had the the best and only question, which was why. Yeah, why? Right? She screamed why? through it. Why? And uh, yeah. like, uh, it's like, uh, I'm going to take, and then I wonder what Tanya would say. I mean, now it's, it's like, 
it's like it it did ruin both of their lives really like i mean it kind of made nancy's life in a way but like she fucked yeah. up her olympics but no one would know who she was if it hadn't happened that's true and then now you're in orlando but do you remember i mean you were probably very young when this happened but when she kind of uh her goodwill went out the window when she went to orlando and was complaining about disney world remember she won the medal. Oh, I don't, right? She was complaining about Disney World. That's yeah. A look at you're gonna have to know this stuff if you're gonna interview. I know. Them. Yes, I know. Look it so up. I had yeah. was I should be ready to go. Like you go if you imagine you just did a a surprise. Hey, Nancy and Tanya are on here right now. Right. Let's do the interview. I'd be ill prepared in that category of knowing that they're in the Zoom waiting room. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> do the ten or eleven minutes worth of research. And <laughs> listen. You'll, okay. Okay. You'll great. I'm gonna do that one because I love Olympic stories. Like I've listen. Yeah. I'm working on one right now. Uh, that's a bit of a tease, but I'm working on, oh. I'm, I'm not just in this for, cause I'm a crazy person. I have some, I have some stuff I'm working on. So. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah I, but gotta, I will definitely work on doing the, getting the Nancy and Tanya in, sit down. All right. I know you're not going to, so I'm just no, going to set this I'm, up I'm for you. I'm going to like, what else am I going to do once the Olympics ends other than prepare for Paris 2024? Also, yeah, that's uh, that's right. Dal, there. You know, I was supposed to go. I was supposed to. I was asked to go to Beijing three separate times, but I couldn't. Real? Who asked you? Like the actually the Olympics, like Olympic Broadcast Service, which I work for for Tokyo doing baseball, uh-huh. softball. They asked me to do hockey, and so I would have been like working this game that Canada USA game. But you are kind of like a pool reporter doing all that. I would have gone in a heartbeat. Like people said, why would you want to go to Beijing? I was like, why wouldn't I want to go? I want to see. how that whole thing works. Yeah. And like, I want to see what it's like to have people like try to surveillance security me, all this like Snowden stuff. Like Mm -hmm. I want to have, see that, that Panda, whatever, doing, doing, however you pronounce his name. My gosh, I ordered one on Amazon, like that mascot. (laughs) Um, Cause it's like contraband basically. It's like so hard to get him, but like, just see it all and see what it's like. And the COVID stuff, like COVID stuff in Japan was really strange. And not mm-hmm. as reported. So I wanted to see what Beijing was like. So who screwed, where did it get screwed well, up? It's three really tough to just like ask for some time off to just casually go to Beijing. And then there's no, there's no way to guarantee that you won't t- test positive and be there or slash be put in jail for like um, espionage, you know, something like that. So right. My boss well, there is a way to guarantee it. If you uh, put the ROC label on yourself. I'll oh, be fine. I'll be treated like royalty. Yeah. I was just walking in. I yeah. kind of pass as one, like pass as a Russian, you know, but mm-hmm. they'd be like, Oh no, Julie, like they listen. Last thing, last thing I'll say it. That's I've said that 500 times on this. Mm-hmm. I was in, that's all right. I was in Tokyo and they said I went to the Park Hyatt hotel at the end for like two days, which I don't think I was allowed to do, but I'd already made the reservation. And I, mm-hmm. I walked up there and the front desk was like, hi, Julie, the journalists. We're so glad to have you. We hope like baseball and softball was good. I was like, okay, this is really strange and messed up because <laughs> you guys know everything about me from this reservation. And then they put me in a room yeah. that showed the, the closing ceremonies venue. They're like, here's a room for you to watch the closing ceremony. So you know how much you love the Olympics. I was like, kind of really freaked out. But then also like, this is really nice. I wish places knew this much about you and like could cater a hotel room to your interest. Yeah. But then I thought, well, if this is what Tokyo is like, like China would be all over my shit. They'd be like, you did the math on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, they are, yeah. all, they probably are already on it right now. They're like that. Girl. Yeah. I mean, they're all over the zoom extracting whatever uh, like nonsense. This. They yeah. See they're fit. like, watch this her. Not she's not going to be good. She's, yeah. She's not into everything. Yeah. So. 
All right, so we'll do the Nancy Tanya thing. Yes, it'll yeah. be on ice. Uh, we know that, but oh, we'll figure out yeah, where. Yeah, yeah. Let's maybe, get our, uh, lace up the skates and then maybe. Maple uh, Leaf Gardens, right center ice. Yeah, we'll figure it out. It's now a grocery store, but we'll do it there. Oh, that's right. All right. Well, they have an but ice they have section, the right? Center, they, have yeah. the, they have still like the the center ice, like they have the lines. Oh, they do. Yeah. All right. So then the grocery store, you know, Tanya probably works there actually. Yeah. So that could be, that could work out. I do have one more question and this is, you know, another great idea, potentially if you have a, a super answer, if you could make up one competition for the winter Olympics, it could be anything, snowman building, whatever it is, what would you choose? Oh, okay. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is you have to put on like crampons on your sh- on your feet and you have to run up the hill. So it's like a race. It's like a sprinting mm-hmm. race, but it's up the hill. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. That sounds actually like a nightmare race. Um, that's like heart attack central, but I think that that would be like, that, that feels like it could breed legitimacy because it would be like, that's really good. And I was going to say, well, it's not fair because some hills are bigger than others, but the downhill is the yeah, same you got, way. You got to run. Yeah. You have to run up the downhill. I really like that. <laughs> I wonder who would be good at that. Probably Norway, but I mean, oh God, Norway would be yeah. so good. Those lungs, like the thing. Yeah. Could, and then, you know, cause you got to get a little, the altitude and are you going to sprint? Like we could have different, um, you know, measures of distance. Like is it a mm-hmm. long distance one, but it's all uphill, all uphill. Well, listen, here's the thing. This might solve a couple problems here. Cause you might, there might be an influx of diversity. I mean, yeah. it is, it is running, right. And it's, it's up a hill. Running. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely snow, up but... a hill. There's snow. That's the one like yeah. kind of different area of the world. But yeah, I think that uh, running up a hill in mm-hmm. would be great. <laughs> Olympic, all right. Here's Olympic sport running up. A I hill like that a snow. lot. I like that a lot, but I think we'd have to give it a catchy name, right? Um, or like, like tubing, uh, just going down the hill in a tube. Oh, tubing's fun too. Yeah. Or going off, downhill oh tubing. man, man, downhill tubing and then and then freestyle tubing, right? Yes. <sighs> I like all this stuff. Yeah. How about this? A little more practical okay. in terms of the day. Um, de-icing your windshield mm. while holding an espresso. Oh, wow. And this is where I think like New York and like old men from Brooklyn, old Italian men from Brooklyn would excel. So now it's not just like 22 year olds, you have like 73 year old men. Because what's more annoying than de-icing? Oh, that's the one thing I love about California. I don't have to warm my car up and de-ice and come out one, two, three times uh, before you actually go in there and and drive somewhere miserable. Getting like the ice off the windshield wipers and all that snow that congregates right just in that little area by the windshield. You got to get that out and then you're trying to get the ice off of it. But then it's like there's too many, it's too many layers. So, Mm -hmm. and if you have the coffee and espresso on one hand, like how do you, how are you going to maneuver it properly? That's good. That's definitely... You see, you've thought of this before. I've done it. I, I've done, I mean, hey, I lived in yeah. Saskatchewan and we had to plug in our cars because it's Oh, so yeah. And I also don't think the ROC could cheat at this. I mean, I guess there's some steroids no, that can make you, you can, ice oh, faster. Honey, you, but can, you can find a way around. They would do it? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I think there's, you know, like, listen, when I grew up as someone who, when I played hockey, I would just, I just want to win. I just mm-hmm. want to win. I, I, we, our team got banned from university intramural hockey because we used an ineligible player of which I knew we were using. I was a team captain. That yeah. was not a good look on me, but whatever Gary Bettman of inter-university athletics, like <laughs> kicked us out. Uh, is it, there's always a way to cheat. There is. Yeah, there is. Okay. 
I find old Italian men trustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They'll find a way. If you find a, you can find a shortcut around anything, right? We'll figure it out. Uh All right. I think we just came up with two or three good, great events. And the Nancy Tanya thing, uh, not enough has been said about that. I think you could um, make peace between yeah, those two. Yeah, we need two, to bring it back finally. up. We've done too many like multi-motion pictures and documentaries. No, we want to see the real people together. Yeah. All right. This is great. This has been uh, a lot of fun. And you know what? It was important too. It's maybe the most important podcast I've done all I think, year. I think it really is because I think that the IOC <laughs> needs this to, needs it. Yeah. You know, they should listen to it over and over and over. <laughs> Thank you so much, Julie. What do you want to plug? You have someone a lot so. going on. Um, yeah, so I guess like I'll plug where I'm in Orlando doing a PFL Challenger Series, which is um, an MMA reality show, basically. It's going to be on Fubo every Friday for the next eight weeks. And mm-hmm. it's like guys competing for contracts in PFL. So, But there's like a celebrity panel. So sort of like oh, they wow. say American Idol meets MMA. I'm very curious. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it will be and Ray Lewis and like Deion Sanders and a couple people, Jay Glazer involved. So it'll be neat. And then I'll be drinking and banking, um, you know, as long as they let me at Fubo um, from my apartment, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you know, drinks and things is my show. So and whatever else random falls into my lap. So. I love it. It's great. Do they check your liver every year before they renew you? Or are they just like, uh, oh, no, whatever? They're, they, they're like, just keep, you're good. You're good. Just keep on going. I actually had a fake. Yeah. I had wine the other day because it was like, I, it's like 10 a.m. I can't, I can't be like, you know, I'm trying to do dry, oh, dry um, January. We're cutting that out of the podcast. I think your your core listeners are not going to like hearing that. You're core listeners my mom. My mom. She'll be like, <laughs> oh, that was a good idea, honey. You know, don't drink too much on the show. Uh, but it's for everyone. Like we had we had Coke because Pepsi is Satan's piss. Yes. Um, but so everyone God knows it's you. not just alcohol. It's for mm-hmm. equal opportunity employer of many different beverages. There you go. I love it. It's a great show. Thank you for coming Thank on. Go get dinner. So. Try to uh, shake off those uh, baby crying in your mind. Oh, yeah. We've got to get ready for Canada to win gold tonight. So we yeah. will see this on the pod that Canada I is am rooting gold. for you. There We're- you go. I should be wearing red, too. Thanks, Julie. Appreciate Thanks, it. So. All right. There you go. Boy, is she going to be very sad when this Olympics is over. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. We're going to have the degenerate trifecta back Tomorrow, we'll be going over NBA All-Star props. Oh, and we're going to have the guy who drank the, he's about to drink uh, Harry's brother, Scott's bathwater. He's going to be on with us too. What a magical moment. I mean, that should be an Olympic event, if nothing else. And for Julie Stewart-Binks, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na,